All right, welcome to Fired Up with Rad. This episode is sponsored by softrep.com and crateclub.com. Badass gear picked for badasses like yourself. Go check out crateclub.com and uh, get a box of cool stuff delivered to your door. And a big shout out to the crew uh, with the Ready Man Studios for allowing me to use their studios here and Black Rifle Coffee for allowing us to be inside of that as well. My guest today is one that we would probably all like to ask a couple questions to. Uh, it, her name is Inma Day, and she is the transplant coordinator here uh, in Utah that works with people who are looking for certain types of body parts that they need. And I want to just welcome you to the show. Thank you. Yes. So tell me, Inma, how does one... Ab- okay, so transplants, right? Like what specifically transplant parts do you work with? Uh, I work with ab- abdominal um, so organs, so that would be your liver, kidney, and pancreas. Okay, okay. And so in order to get on the list to get a transplant, there is a list, right? Correct. So like I'm, I'm sick and I need to get a pancreas. What are the steps for – I mean, I've been through it. I'm a diabetic. I've been taking insulin. Then what happens? So usually your um, your doctor will refer you to the transplant team. Um, it depends on which organ you need. Um, and there's a, an evaluation that you have to go through. Um, you have to um, not only just medically, um, there's a, a social uh, aspect of it. Make sure that you have enough social support. Um, and also um, surgical. Are you actually surgically able to, to receive this transplant? Wow. So there's, there are some, uh, evaluations that have to be made on the, the patient. Like, you know, can you come out of the anesthesia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and, uh, or whatever other, you know, issue could happen. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's real. You're transplanting a, like a pancreas. Right. Right. So, um, cause sometimes when, when you get to the point that you need a, a, a organ transplanted, um, there are other, um, other medical issues that are going on. Mm-hmm. So is your heart strong enough to to handle these? Is, you know, are you actually um, have the, the ability to, to walk and do physical therapy and mm-hmm. all those things? That, um, so, because we want to give you the transplant, absolutely, but we wanna, we need to make sure that you're going to be able to, to come through not just the surgery, but also the recovery of it. Right, so you guys are looking at the, the the life plan, the life mm-hmm. care plan of mm-hmm. the patient. It's yeah. like, hey, you're coming in this way. We know that you need this, okay? So mm-hmm. to our listeners who are listening to this that may need a transplant, you know, that are trying to get on the list, you know, this is this is where you listen up. And so you make sure that you're healthy enough to get the transplant. Mm-hmm. Do eat your healthy vegetables and those things. And mm-hmm. I just want you to be healthy, people. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you have to get a transplant, you know, take care of yourself as best you can, yeah. dealing with your search situation. Mm-hmm. And then remember that the road to recovery is another aspect of the mm-hmm. situation. It's mm-hmm. not just, boom, I've got it. Like mm-hmm. my friend who is a type one mm-hmm. who would be waiting for a pancreas, mm-hmm. he still needs to recover from the surgery. Right. And it has to mesh. Yeah. Right. You may be type O and type O. So like type O blood type is your, what your blood would be matched up to a donor. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I'm a B negative, then I would need a B negative donor. Correct. Um, so yes, so it depends on what or what blood type you are. So there's um, there's some bloods that that blood types are more compatible than others. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely um, that is a huge thing that things need to to match up. Sometimes hearts um, are kind of like the only patients that sometimes don't need to, oh. but for the most part you will. So so once you get into the list, then you will uh, be on the 
O list or the A list or the B list, you know, depending of the, the type, the blood type. So, so certain lists have certain. Um, now, it, okay, the list mm -hmm. is it specific to Utah? So if I'm in Utah and I have, you know, a certain blood type, um, how does that work? Or like if I'm a pot, like is A B, or what's a pot, What's a what's a common blood type? A. The most common yeah. is O. Is O. Mm -hmm. And so if I have an O blood type, mm -hmm. where would I be able to get my uh, liver from? Well, so typically you'll have more donors. So, so, and this has changed recently in the last couple of weeks, actually. Um, so, uh, so you most likely will get like local within the area. Mm -hmm. Right now, um, we, we used to have more like... Um, uh, like a national list and a regional list and on and so on so the the organ will be offered first to local and then you know kind of like concentric circles um and now they're using a like a nautical miles um nautical the, miles yeah uh, i know it's really interesting interesting it just came up so i um there's a lot still that i have to, to so look for but instead of 300 miles they're saying 300 nautical miles mm -hmm. right which is a further yeah so that's good for the for the client or for the patient that needs it in mm -hmm. a wider area, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've been able to to have more um, receive more offers recently since this change. So it's been great. Sure. Um, but yeah, so once you get listed, and the list is a national list. Um, so uh, so it's is managed by UNAS, which is the organization that that kind of ensures that everything is done fair mm -hmm. and ethically and uh, right because there is another side mm -hmm. to this world, right? Mm -hmm. And you just made me think about it mm -hmm. when you said ethically. Yeah. And so the fact that there is other places that are taking and harvesting or mm -hmm. trying to take people's human trafficking yeah you know you think that they're just putting them into some random hotel room and drugging but they're taking uh, their parts yes no it's, it needs to stop the, that needs to yes stop. that is no something that we will never uh, no that's that's know? awful right but <laughs> yeah so this is so what is it called una you know oh you know is making sure that everything is all Mm -hmm. on the level yeah so mm -hmm. so basically in order to be a donor you have to obviously agree to, yes. to donate um so we you know we can't really accept i have a you. i'm a marrow donor <laughs> oh, great. yeah a lot you may no one may know that about me but yeah. i went to a bad religion concert oh, okay uh -huh. you know rock and roll and what's up and bad religion instead of like saying buy our shirts they're like please sign up to become a donor yeah for bone marrow transplant yeah, yeah. and if you get to be if, if you're a match and they swabbed us at the concert mm -hmm. i was like well i guess nsa here government take my dna at a concert but i got a card in the mail saying you've been matched up to become a donor if mm -hmm. we were to call on you be ready for that yeah and uh for the longest time i was always hesitant about being a donor because yeah. i had this myth uh -huh. and, I, and i know it's a myth because yeah if it's on your license and you say you're a donor, like the paramedics don't want to like resuscitate uh, you. Tell me, tell me that's not no, real. No, I'm sure, you know, and that's not what it is. I'm sure their, their, their main goal is to, to make sure that you survive the, the injury. And, and then, you know, it, of course there's people that don't want to be resuscitated and, and right. they have, um, agreed to do that. Like but, a yeah. DNR, like a mm -hmm. do not resuscitate included in some type of executive will or order. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, don't resuscitate me. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, you've yeah. signed your own fate. Exactly. It's not like the paramedic rolling on the oh, scene no. who no. wants to put CPR on you to keep you alive is like, Oh wait, hold on. Yeah. Donor. 
Well, I think I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, time. you know, I, I'm not a paramedic, so yeah. I'm not sure how that goes. But but nobody will ever, you know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, now, um, in order to be a transplant coordinator, uh, is there schooling involved with that? And, like, what did you have to do to to get there? Like, uh, like how old were you when you started thinking, you know? Like, was it like nine years old and you finally had like your dollhouse or, dar- or and you're like, I'm going to be a transplant coordinator. You're putting no. bar- doll parts together. Like, yeah. So to me, it came later in life. I, I grew up in Spain. So, oh. um, so I wasn't really thinking about any of that. Uh, but, you know, um, eventually um, I, I had moved here and I had my. My two babies became a single mom, and one of the things that I was um, looking for it was an, a, a good job that's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, a stable job. Um, and um, so I always loved nursing, and I always um, loved the, um, how amazing our bodies are and, mm-hmm. and how everything had to work just right for, for us to be able to, to be alive. There's so many processes in our bodies. Just even if we're sitting here doing nothing, there's all these uh, cells and body parts are making us being alive. So to me, that was always amazing. So anyway, I became a nurse and, and right after nursing school, I went into the ICU. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really amazing because, uh, you know, just uh, how sick and how injured people would, would come and all the things that that you have to do to to have this patients survive so there's some ptsd with that i can see it the way you're talking right yeah. now right? like you see your own post-traumatic you have these guys these young men on the front lines you know mm-hmm. that are dealing with you know seeing you know death let's mm-hmm. say or you know unfortunate situations and then you also have our nurses and our doctors and staffs in the hospitals who are also dealing with this yeah. on that yeah. civilian side of the trenches yeah right and so i'm sure you've seen your fair share of sadness yeah at the icu which is a, a, a stands for intensive care unit correct yeah right yeah so um so anyway so we would get um a lot of these super sick patients were patients that needed an, an organ to survive mm-hmm. and um and to me what it was amazing is to to see them uh, actually get transplanted and make the make them you know like be well and they come back two three months down the road to bring you flowers and say thank you for all your care and to me right. it was that's fascinating like I knew you know like I've known how sick you are and you couldn't even remember anything and look at you like you have an amazing new life and to me that's what made me think like I really want to focus on transplantation and um and the good thing is I was working for a transplant center mm-hmm. already, so so I was able to, to you know... Um, Transition just, into that? Mm-hmm. Kind so of gradually get into the transplant mm-hmm, lines. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing that now? Uh, about six years now. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you see yourself doing it for... Yeah, it's, it's, it really is... Um, you really need to be passionate and love what you do because um, it's... It's definitely intense, and and your patients need you. They oh, need you yeah. no matter what time it is. They need you at 2 a.m. They need you on a weekend, on a holiday, and you have to be there for them um, because not everybody knows how to care for a transplant patient. Right. Um, so And even scheduling you here to get you in here. And you're like, Rad, look, my schedule, if I'm on call that day, or if I have to go in, I might have to go, you know? And like, do yeah. you, now, now, if that was the case, if you did get a call, right, would you have to go? 
meet the organ or do you do that or do you just help facilitate and make sure it gets from A to B? Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. Um, I don't have to go anywhere, but uh, I have to, you know, that that is the priority. Like if I'm if I get the phone call, I had to drop what I'm doing because obviously somebody's life is depending on right then that. So yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So everything drops. Oh my God. So <laughs> so then I'll just you know coordinate um, the the ORs, call the patient in, which is the most rewarding thing. You know to call somebody and say like you're going in. You know, hey, we got an organ for you. We have your liver. We have your kidney, and and to see like grown as you know grown grown-up men crying because you're telling them we got something for you there is it's amazing like so something that you don't think that you probably would have thought you would have got you know yeah, like so yeah. I, I bet people okay now if you're on a list there's just sit tight right mm-hmm. you know and, and uh, it's got to be a yin and a yang situation you mm-hmm. got all of this turmoil you're like mm-hmm. what if i don't what if i don't make it yeah. i'm on the list you yeah. know and i've been waiting now for a year and yeah. i've deteriorated but yeah you know i don't I, yeah. I can only imagine my my sister in law Debbie, and uh, she is a selfless, caring mother, and she donated her kidney to a stranger, uh-huh. who she had no rhyme or reason to have to do that. Oh, that's pretty amazing. And she is just—I say she did it just to get six weeks off of work. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> she changed somebody's <laughs> life. That's she. Yes. literally changed <laughs> mm-hmm. her life. Mm-hmm. We have met her, the recipient, mm-hmm. become friends in the weirdest family way, mm-hmm. right? And it was never to be anything like that. But now mm-hmm. she's able to. She was on dialysis. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know who I'm talking about, and she the was recipient. Di- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just kind of keeping it real, but yeah. she was on dialysis, and yeah. she was just living off of a machine, mm-hmm. and her quality of life was just nothing. Mm-hmm. And so she's just waiting, and then all of a sudden, here comes Debbie. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Here, let me just take one out and give it to you." Mm-hmm. And if she had another one, she'd probably give it to someone else I'm too, hundred sure. percent. So I know the value of that, and uh, I think that's an awesome thing that you do. Right? Yeah. You're a superhero, right? Well, Where's your cape? <laughs> Huh? What? I don't know. It takes a huge team for make for all of this to to happen. I mean, you know, I, I I definitely love to be a part of that team. But you know, you have surgeons that work um, all the time, like all the time, like all the time, because they're they're they dedicate their lives to to save these patients. So, um, do they use like the word harvest? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the movies. Yeah. Well, I think at some point, maybe back then, they at some may point, have, they yeah. might have. But you know, we have to respect the of donor, course. right? Right. And so that is, um, and and everything is is done with the utmost care and respect, and and respect the family because, uh, wow, they're doing something amazing. Like, yeah, they are. They, yeah. Someone's um, giving something up. Yeah. Probably maybe even at the end of their yeah. life. Yeah. You know, and yeah probably at a young age too sometimes, sometimes and uh, yeah. you know uh, to give to an older person mm-hmm. so the younger 30 something year old might be giving something to the 55 year old you know uh, but I I bet you a million dollars that they're grateful yeah you oh know, yeah that 55 year old's like thank you and I'm sorry at the same time like yeah right yeah well I'm a donor I just want you to know that for the longest Thanks. time I was not yeah because of that whole ignorant yeah. myth that i had in my head as a young 17 year old getting a license i was just like no donor uh, yeah. but now i can say that i am on yeah. my license and i have the bone marrow uh-huh. donation available because i matched with my b negative probably to whoever may need it uh-huh. 
And then um, I think that that's awesome, right? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, it's you're you're almost an Eagle Scout too, right? You're a mom of an almost Eagle Scout, <laughs> oh right? Is that right? Yes. Yes, right. <laughs> and I say right now because I'm the son, I'm the dad of a son who's becoming just a Scout. Yeah. He's getting a Scout badge. Yeah. He just got a snow sports uh -huh. merit badge, but now he's just your son has really put in all the effort. You've real you. <laughs> You said your single mom. Oh my god! Running transplants it's, and then running him to merit badge class. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a process. I mean, and I love the the fact that he's up to that point. But let me just tell you to that all the dads and moms that have put the time to do this for their children. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of respect and a lot of wow you have to give them because it is it is not easy. And and I'm glad that it's not easy because that isn't it shouldn't be easy to become an Eagle Scout. It takes effort. But yeah. Yeah, but like look at <laughs> yeah. you like, yeah. Seven day scout camp. Need your A, B, and C waivers on file. Uh -huh. I need a doctor to see your son and every yeah. year it needs to be updated. You gotta get this, you gotta yeah. go there. It's like uh, uh, wait, yeah. I have a job. Yeah. Hold on one second. <laughs> I know, yeah. So last summer we um I just, I was, you know, I'm so focused, like, you know, let's just get you done. And he did do, like, I don't even know, like maybe four or five minute badges throughout the summer break, which it was a lot of work. So mm -hmm. they're the ones that are the hardest to get, like the, the ego require ones. Right, focused on it during so, the summer break so, so that he could do that. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just ready for him to <laughs> graduate. Get it done. <laughs> Just get it done. Get it I'm done. Like, yeah, and your son's name is Braden. Uh-huh. And uh, so you're also a mom uh, of an airsoft war gamer, right? Uh -huh. So, and I do airsoft. Yeah. And that's how our paths cross. Yeah. You're coming in and being a supportive mom of yeah. your young 15-year-old son, Braden. Yeah. Right? It wasn't easy. Can I just tell you? I no, mean... I want you to tell me. And, I, and, and I'm a dad, right? Dad, business owner, the whole nine yards. Tell me. Well, because... Again, I'm European. I'm from Spain, mm -hmm. and you know, like guns are not my thing, you know. Sure. And 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 I always had that uh, worry, like, what does airsoft lead to? Right. What, right. What's the next so, step? So yeah. So anyway, so it wasn't. It took a lot of hesitation and a lot of. Um, Bribing and sure for Braden's bar and, and <laughs> your son's trying to convince you, mom, yes, mom, mom, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, let me see. I'll do this if you take me, you know. So, um, so you said, wait, 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 wait. You said he would do something yeah. if he would go airsofting. So yeah. he was willing to like clean the house hmm. for yeah. a reward. Yeah, Braden. Well, I'm sure he didn't do it. The though. house. Yeah. We're calling you out, bro. Forever <laughs> and always on radio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, and but. You know, so not necessarily. I don't want to necessarily put him on the spot, sure, but no. he definitely during middle school was horrible for him, mm -hmm. and um, and you know everything that you hear about middle school he went through, and me too. It was horrible. It was you know I I just didn't know you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so um, he so he was bullied really badly. So anyway, the fact that he started going. Um, to airsoft and start making friends and and get to know the community and he's definitely become uh, a different kid you know more open more um yes buddies he's like when i left he was talking to somebody he met there mm -hmm. um so like so sped love <laughs> like yeah. <Spencer> Lee. <laughs> yeah i'm not sure who it is yeah, no, this one, but, these guys but yes. make so many friends yeah. you know that come from all over and they mm -hmm. all rally up inside the arena and they play yeah. war games and then yeah. they're all 14 15 16 17 mm -hmm. And uh, I have a zero tolerance for any BS. Mm -hmm. It's like just, and they and they know that. Yeah, and that's good. That's you know, that's that's really. And and if they thing. know that there's zero tolerance for it, and they 
um, hopefully, you know, emit that off onto even the older yeah. generation that's in there. Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, these young guys are, you know, to be looked at as red belts or brown belts in the mm-hmm. in karate, if you will. Yeah. Right. Like if I say, hey, Brayden, mm-hmm. I want you to run this game. Mm-hmm. Brayden would be like, yeah, OK, Rad, I got that. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, I bet he does. Yeah. He can at least run. Team yeah. deathmatch. Yeah. Right. And so when you start to rank up in the in the dojo or in the scouts, you know, mm-hmm. that responsibility sets in. And I've got young kids who I'm a believer in the youth. Right. Yeah. I really am. I, mm-hmm. I employ them. I tell them, you know, um, I could hire you if you're 14. How old are you? 14. Oh, well, send me a resume. Maybe mm-hmm. you're really good at editing mm-hmm. and you can put my TikTok together really well. Right. Or some type of thing. But um, it's nice to hear from a mom. Yeah who had reservations and yeah. I understand it's a gun game. Yeah. Right. And it's a little bit more than that. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're in there really hunting each other mm-hmm. and, uh, but it's better to get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, and it's been great. Like I really have no, no concerns. Um, I mean, obviously he needs to work on doing his part of the bargain. Like yes. some, sometimes like your grades. Yeah. See, So let me just oh say that gosh. as the dad here, yes. uh, she's a mom and all of you listening right now, just get your grades up. Look, yeah. you get your grades up. We can't come at you. Mm-hmm. If you do the things you say you're going to do, mm-hmm. we can't come at you. Mm-hmm. We're like you. Mm-hmm. We're just older than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. So I'm, I'm plus, you know, being able to meet people like you, you know, I'm that's, pretty you know it's pretty awesome to see what you do for the community and for everybody you know so yeah it's great well i believe that you know everybody (laughs) that comes through is a rock star (laughs) and uh, that they can shine and i've had someone come in and uh, he told me uh, that he had clinical depression like diagnosed Mm. from psychiatric Mm -hmm. like you were clinically depressed dude Mm -hmm. and and they're like take this liquid form of like um, prozac maybe or something whatever it is Mm -hmm. lithium Lithium, yeah. liquid yeah. lithium. Yeah, probably. Just to zone him out. Wow. But he's like, this arena coming in here and fighting mm-hmm. on Sundays and mm-hmm. on those days that are so popular. I'm yeah. thinking of the guy. I'm not yeah. going to say, but. Right, right. But, I mean, he's, to hear that it makes him feel good and that he's welcome there and that he doesn't feel depressed in there. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big win, right? So yeah. it's like, you know, do something that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. You as a mom need to do that as well. I know. Right? If it's a bowling league, but all of a sudden a transplant comes through, it's like, I got to stop on a perfect game. I know. Done. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how it has to be for you, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I mean, we, you know, uh, in regards of being on call, we we take turns. There's a, you know, a handful of us that do it. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, when, when you're on, you're on. And, and the good thing is, like, not just me, but like my family, like my kids know that if I don't call, nothing goes. So I'm unfortunately, um, like I might busy. have, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I might have missed some important things, but, but you know, it's more important to get somebody what they've been waiting for. What's, so. what's some of the, what's like really sought after? What's really needed? Like, what do you hear the most is like in demand, but like not available? What, what, is there an organ specifically that, I don't know, it's like, well, uh, I don't know. I mean, hearts, uh, hearts obviously is a, a big one. It takes one to give one. That's how it works. Right. And, oh. and livers, right? Because um, kidneys, at least you have more of an ability to do uh, life donation, like mm-hmm. your sister-in-law. Right, that's right. Um, and that's fantastic, you know, because um, so that is, uh, so there, there are more of it. But however, there are also a greater amount of 
patients waiting for kidneys too. Yeah. So, so, but yeah. Um, but uh, so fortunately, you can get a kidney from a, from someone like say I wanted to just give a kidney up. Yeah. Then that would help the person on that list immediately. Absolutely. You don't have to. Yeah. So if you're listening, uh-huh. and you want to do that. Yeah. How would someone say, Hey, I have. I feel like I'm healthy enough to give a kidney. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can go through the recovery. Yeah. How would they go about reaching out to, say, your team and saying, does anybody match my match? Yeah, so we'll be uh, reaching out to the transplant center in particular. And, um, you know, like the uh, Utah has to the University of Utah and, and Intermountain Medical mm-hmm. Center. And, and they have a donor program, um, a life donor program so you know just contact them and they'll walk you through to what you have to do um i'm sure there's um i believe there's a questionnaire which is kind of um general mm-hmm. but that that puts them um or puts you on their radar and then they'll contact you and they'll just labs and things. start to work it out mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like hey we have a match and it's time for you to go under and yeah and then they go under now would somebody getting a kidney go under at the same time as the patient donating the kidney? Do they go side by side? Like, uh, they they go um, one goes first uh, usually. Like, I mean, we're talking about hour, like an hour. Or so yeah, like first. so. So the one patient, the donor, the donor yeah, uh-huh. would get donated. They uh-huh. would donate their their mm-hmm. kidney, and then they would go into recovery, mm-hmm. and then that would immediately get moved mm-hmm. over somewhere probably in the same hospital yeah typically but we also have chains uh, going on that some of them are actually national change oh. so like um maybe we bring a, a kidney from out of state um and it comes to here and then we give a kidney elsewhere so there are some national chains going on but yeah typically typically um you'll have um like a family member, a neighbor, a friend. Mm-hmm. So it will be somebody that you already des- delegated to. Like, So I, I may have, maybe this is crazy. Is there is there only a certain amount of time that a kidney can be out of the human body yeah. and into another? What's that time lapse that you have to get it transplanted? Well, um, so it depends um, of, you know, how the donor situation but but typically when i transplanted the, the sooner the better um i i think at most it'll be 24 hours at is most. it really put on ice uh well <laughs> no ne- not necessarily ice but we, i mean yes there's ice involved but there is a a, a very um a, there's a pump uh, uh-huh. so, it's a, so everything's kind of keeping it going yeah. still so like mm-hmm. if it's a heart mm-hmm. and it has to go from like say las vegas to utah yeah it would be put on some type of pump to keep it going. so i'm not sure about the heart oh, to be okay, honest because okay. i don't but possibly but i know with pancreas kidneys, uh the pancreas doesn't have a, any need for that huh no no but the kidney does and I, and nowadays there are trialing a, a pump for livers oh the trialing a uh-huh. pump for the liver yeah huh? we yeah so so that's pretty amazing too. so like if i was a dad of a child who needed a liver and the kid's little like say a year old mm-hmm. and i matched could i give a piece of my liver yes. to my kid yeah you can donate a segment of your liver to i can live with just mm-hmm. enough of my liver it regrows Oh yeah, so, so like X Men. Yeah. Oh Wolverine. I always told people I was Wolverine. Pre- <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So, and we're doing uh, live, live liver donors, and yeah, you can donate a portion of a liver to to somebody, and and both of you. And that grows back. Grows, yeah, 
for the recipient and huh. for you. So it's pretty amazing. And it's Jeez, and I'd get nurtured by my wife if I gave it. I mean, that's not trying to be selfish, but she'd probably baby me a little bit. She'd be like, you're a nice guy. Let me get kisses on your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How much nicer can I get? <laughs> I think, I mean, you know, donors are heroes. I mean, yeah, there's no really. other way to put it. It's pretty amazing. It yeah. is. It is. And, I, and again, I mean, oh, wow. There's just so much to, like, really – process mm-hmm. when it comes to it and, mm-hmm. and and the fact that you are one of the coordinators mm-hmm. that handle that is is super awesome and yeah. and uh <laughs> you know again the schooling though uh i know i maybe we cut off right i was talking did you have to get uh, you're an rn right registered nurse i am yeah and then i got my bachelor's of science of nursing um and then i have to and i certify transplant coordinator so there's also um a huge test that you have to a huge test it is yeah because you have to be certified for all organ transplants even you know lungs uh, eyes no we do the solid so we're doing like we're doing so it would be um heart kidney pancreas liver and bowel so so we have to know about all of it um and not just the actual uh particulars of the the organ itself, but also the infection, the potential to, to infections and, and what uh, could have the domino effect, right? And the medications mm-hmm. and medications are huge, right? Because par- yeah. like actually the organ uh, organ um, donation and, and coordination of these uh, organ allocations um, is a portion of my job. Like the majority of my job is um, to care for those patients that have received the, the, transplants. the transplants. So, so I have to. Uh, most of my days managing medications right. and looking at labs and watch out for in- infections and what if you have an infection we do you know so there's a, how, to, how to stop that yeah. and try to get rid of yeah. oh yeah wow you have so much yeah <laughs> so, so you had to say okay i'm going from spain to utah mm-hmm. you said okay i'm a single mom and i'm gonna hash this life out mm-hmm. you took care of your daughter mm-hmm. and your son mm-hmm. You would put yourself through school. Mm-hmm. You graduated with a Bachelor of Science mm-hmm. in of nursing. In nursing. Mm-hmm. You got your transplant coordinator mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Took the big ass test that mm-hmm. it was. Okay, yeah, huge yeah. test. Learning all about the different organs <laughs> of transfer. Mm-hmm. All while taking your son to merit badge classes <laughs> and learning all about what a square dot is. And Girl Scouts. And Girl Scouts. Scouts. Yeah. Oh yeah, for your oldest. Oh yeah. And then also trying to put a Spotify list of your own together and oh, enjoy your own yeah. life, right? <laughs> and swim, because uh, my daughter is a huge swimmer. So so that was... So you got swim meets. All the time. Scouting. Mm-hmm. And then also probably a musician in the family with your mm-hmm. son being a rock star guitar mm-hmm. player, right? Mm-hmm. He just did, uh, what was that, Alice in Wonderland by <laughs> Jefferson Airplane, right? Okay. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whatever makes you laugh. That's what we're here oh for. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then here's Rad ringing you up saying, Inma, yeah. come throw down on the mic with me. <laughs> and I just want to say you've been super wonderful. Yeah. You're super sweet. I think any patient is happy to have you with your bedside manner (laughs) and uh, you keep checking their labs and their meds. And if you're a live life donor, Mm -hmm. is that, did I say that right? Uh, What's it called? If I'm alive and a donor and I want to. Yeah. A a living life donor. donor, Yeah. Whether it's a kidney or liver. Right. And you want to uh, learn about how you can donate. I'm sure you can Google Mm -hmm. 
who do I contact to donate my cur- my kidney? Yeah. Now, listen, when you do that, try to hit up like the university in your state mm-hmm. and say, do you have a hospital? Can I talk to the hospital? Why don't mm-hmm. you call the hospital? Yeah. Don't Google who do I get my kidney <laughs> to. <laughs> You don't need to go down that road. The internet is weird, okay? So just call a local hospital and just say, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. I've had a, you know, an epiphany and here's what I want to do. And also, if you're you're on the ropes and you're hoping for a transplant, um, you know, I don't really pray often. I just send positive vibes and I really want you to know that I hope that it all works out. And Inma here. I'm sure you want it to work out. Oh, absolutely. You know, just stay strong. Mm -hmm. Don't let it get to you. Um, Listen to my podcast, call me, hit me up, whatever, DM me on Instagram and Mm -hmm. I'll talk with you. I'm real easy. Mm -hmm. And, um, thanks again, Inma, for letting me have you. I think we're pretty good on all the awesome content that you gave us today. And do you have anything you want to say or any shout outs you want to give? No, I just want to say thank you. And thank you for, you know, make sure that, um, everybody goes see their local businesses and, you know, like you guys and tactical, um, their stuff in Salt Lake because, you know, that's more important. So you're saying support local. Support local. Thank you, and I appreciate that. Saying support <laughs> tactical airsoft supply in Salt Lake and Layton. I worked from the basement of my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's at two in the morning amazing, selling huh? people stuff. My wife comes downstairs. Aaron, I'm all what? She's like, it's two in the morning. Everybody's like, we're gonna go rat Whew, mm-hmm. out the house, mm-hmm. right? And then we finally got a shop, mm-hmm. and here we are today. So it's been a pleasure. Yeah. And Zach, you're great. I know that you're back there on the mic, and. uh you know, transplants, bro. What do you, what can you say about that? <laughs> They're great. They are great, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again for listening to Fired Up with Rad, and I am your host. This was with, with Inba yeah. Day, and I'm going to say peace. Mm-hmm.